Uh, today we're discussing the halachas of Moira. Okay? Uh, yesterday we said there are two separate mitzvahs of Kibbutz of Aim. There's to be mechabed your parents. That's to honor them. Kabbat is avicha v'semecha. That's simple. And there's also the Moira. Right? Which we said, ish imoy v'avid tirohu. We explained yesterday that Moira doesn't mean fear as in you're scared of your parents. Because that, that would be a bad relationship if you are scared of them. There's a certain awe that you have to have um, them in your mind. And that's what it is. We also explained so beautifully, I think Nochi said this, that the nafkamina between kibbutz and moira is kibbutz is what you do, right? You uh, positively do something to them, And moira is what you don't do. So we're going to start for some reason with that. And let's just talk about a couple of things that are nagaya. The, the inyur of moira is like this. Okay, number one. Uh, not to sit in their place. So you are basically makayim, the mitzvah daraisa of fear of your parents, when you do not sit in their place. Sitting in their place obviously means a specific designated place that they have, not some every night someone sits somewhere else. But if this, this is your father's office chair, this is your father's couch, this is his chair and his seat in the dining room, in the Shabbos room, in the kitchen, whatever it may be, that is what it is over there. Un shul is very negea. This is your father's seat in Shul in that case. By the way, this applies, Simcha, even if your father is not there, not home, not around, it's still also to sit in his place over there in that case. There are postcom that say, by the way, if your father's not in Shul, he actually may even prefer that you are in his place, because at least you're sitting in a place as opposed to walking around, and therefore there is what to say over there. Standing in your there is, there is a lot to say about it, sitting in your father's seat. There could be he's not mak, but if he's not there, he would like you to sit in his seat. That's not called a lack of covert or respect. Now, standing in a place that your father stands in, it's an interesting case, I never saw this before, but let's say you have a situation where your father always stands there, but this is his standing place, and he always stands there. So that would be not a problem in that case over there, with the exception, with the exception, if your, if your father stands in a place, let's say in Shul, to say drushes, to say drushes, then to stand in that place, that could be problematic. Okay? Now, let's move on, Rabbi well, Sai. Right, okay, so then it's not a game. But if, 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 so in a place in shul, in a place in shul, where he stands and gives drushes, that would be his place to stand in. Even though he's not sitting, you'd not be able to stand there. That would be what it would be called. That would be called. That would be a place of standing. Now, contradicting your parent, also something. People often do this. By the way, when kids, one second, when kids do this, they don't even do it. I don't think they do it out of a disrespect, out of a lack of respect. One second, one second. They do it because the parent says something that the child knows otherwise the details. For example, let's take a simple case. Let's talk about a case of a, a parent comes along. School, okay, school starts tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Now, you know that yesterday they said it starts at 9.30. So you say, not true, 9.30. Now, you're not saying it out of a lack of respect. You're saying it because you happen to know. That is wrong. You cannot do that. You're not allowed to contradict a parent in any way, shape, or form. By the way, you're not even allowed to say, listen to this, my father's right. In other words, let's say there's an argument going on with it around the table, and your father says something, and you say, no, 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 my father's right. Who are you to equal yourself to your father and say that he's right? Absolutely not. It almost looks like you're on the same level as him. However, if you have a proof to your father, if you have a proof to what your father's saying, then that you could say no. So what? Oh, so what could you? What could you say? You say you say to your parent, Tati, Abba, Father, Dad, whatever you refer to him as. You say, by the way, yesterday the teacher, the Manal, the head teacher, whatever it said, and it actually starts at nine thirty or something similar to that, right? And those you have to know 
to say, like, let's say your mother comes home and says a story of some news thing that just happened, and you're like, by the way, I, I think I heard it differently slightly. Like, you have to know how to talk. It's a very sensitive, almost a gray area, right? But you have to know any form of contradiction is basically that, okay? Um, even if your, your parent accuses you of doing something, like, no, it's not true, I didn't do that, that's, that's contradiction. You cannot do that. That you're over on Moira in that case. By the way, even in Torah Shlomi, if your father says to you something in Torah about a certain halacha that you know otherwise is not true, you can't say to him, that's not true, you're wrong. You could say, I learned slightly differently. Let's look it up inside together. Let's call up the Rav, whatever it may be. Okay? Now, Lamaisa, when a person is not in his parents' presence, he is allowed to say he agrees to his father. Let's say, for example, the father went away and there's a discussion with the siblings. Then you could say, I think, I think our father's right, by the way. He's not, he's not there. That would be okay in that case. Well? You see the opposite when he's not there? No. Now, interrupting, by the way, a parent. Again, these are some of the things we do all the time without even realizing we do them. And it's important to know. Interrupting a parent. If a parent is talking and you interrupt them, absolutely, there's no moira. There's no fear. That's not being mekayim, ish, imoy, va'aviv, tiro. A person has to be very, very careful to do that. By the way, calling a parent, that's the same name, calling a friend of yours, that's got the same name as your parent, in front of the parent, is problematic. I don't want to go now into all the details. Is it a nickname? Is it a real name? One name? Two names? There's all different shilas. I'm not going to go into it now. Again, I have a lot more shurum on this. I'm telling you time that are much more, uh, you know, going through many more details, Semcha. But ultimately, you have to realize that anything that you do, for example, embarrassing a parent, right? To say something's embarrassment, um, something similar to that. Embarrassing a parent is a terrible thing. To hurt a parent in that. In fact, the Gemara tells us a case like this. The Gemara says, The Gemara says that um, even in extreme situation, if a son is sitting in front of all his tamidim and he's wearing the nicest clothing, and the parent embarrasses him in front of all his tamidim. And his parent comes over and embarrasses him in front of his tamidim. And he's wearing nice clothing and his parent like messes it up, whatever. The Gemara, you have to respect and not say anything. Don't say anything. Right? Even if the parent smacks you, spits in your face, rips your shirt, the Gemara says, remain silent. Okay, Rabbi Sai? Right? That's what we're talking about. That's Moira. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem will do the Sugya of Kavad.